Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator, Kyle Kedzik, for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. We hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at kylekedzik at gmail.com. That's K-Y-L-E-K-E-D-Z-U-C-H at gmail.com. for dinner this is jeff and kelly ensemble movie month week three uh goes in a little bit of a different direction mm-hmm. than the past couple of weeks yeah when it came out it was pretty like yeah this is all right it's pretty good but <laughs> since then it's taken on a huge cult status <laughs> and i think super deservedly so mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a movie that i had seen before Many times there were a lot of jokes in it that I had forgotten, uh, a lot of jokes in it that are just so much better watching it happen than it is just remembering it because yeah, yeah. it's like it, it really is a great ensemble cast and they all get so much great stuff to do mm-hmm. that like you're never wanting, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like if, if this scene has, you know, one person being funny, the next scene has this person being funny and then this person being funny and then they're all being funny together and it's just a really, really fun yeah. ride you know and it's like i had a blast watching it it's like an hour 40 mm-hmm. so it's not like a huge big old commitment <laughs> it's it's a nice lean mm-hmm. movie that could have been slightly better uh and we'll talk about that as we go into <laughs> it just based on some stuff that i like knew of but mm-hmm. looked into a little bit more and whatnot uh but the movie that we are talking about for this week is the 1999 American science fiction comedy Galaxy Quest. <laughs> Who boy, what a fucking ride. Yeah. I really like I before watching it again, if someone was like, "Do you like Galaxy Quest?" I would probably would have been like, "Oh yeah, I really like that." Mm-hmm. And then now watching it again, it's just like, "No, I think I really love this movie." <laughs> like and not not in like a crazy like I think it's the best motion picture ever made. Yeah. You know, it's just like it feels like I don't know, it it there's like no cynicism to it. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. it's not even though it, it it is like sort of satirical of sci-fi and the fandom and all those sorts (laughs) of things like it's definitely poking fun Mm -hmm. but it it's just so wholesome in the way that it does it it never feels like it's being mean or particularly like nasty or anything like that it's just like truthfully a family film oh yeah like anybody can sit down and watch and enjoy and love yeah. The thing that could have been slightly better <laughs> is that originally it was PG-13. It, okay. It's technically PG. Mm-hmm. So there are a few scenes that you can tell. There's one moment uh, when one of the characters says shit, but they just they make him just say it. Mm-hmm. Like you are so full of it instead of shit. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end, someone clearly says the word fuck. Yep. 
and they overdub it. Yeah, uh, I noticed it's, that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big time bummer. Uh, and those are the only little th- where it's like, oh, come PG-13 would have been fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could have done it and it would have been great. Yep. Uh, but for anybody not in the know, Galaxy Quest, as described by IMDb, the alumni cast of a space opera television series have to play their roles as the real thing when an alien race needs their help. Yeah, oh my goodness. I guess. It's it's like there's <laughs> it's not that it's even necessarily like the single most original idea in the history of the world like mm-hmm. I mean um I'm sure that there are examples previous to even the examples that I know of but it's like it's essentially the same movie as Three Amigos where three guys who play like mm-hmm. Uh, lawman, I forget exactly what they are in that movie. It's Steve Martin, <laughs> Chevy Chase, and Martin Short. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget they're like, or they're like outlaws or people who help other people, mm-hmm. you know. And so the the people in this small town mistake them as though they are them, yeah, and can help them and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. So it's like the concept. I'm sure there's some really old piece of text mm-hmm. that is like the first iteration of this idea <laughs> that has been used over and over throughout the years. But I think using it in the like Star Trek version of it yeah. lends to just absolute hilarity. <laughs> and the people they got for it are so perfect. Like the crew mm-hmm. of this uh, Galaxy Quest show. So wonderful. And so I, I real quick, just to lay them out and to even get them straight in my own head because all these characters have two names Yep. (laughs) because there's the actor name and the character name and they tend to just throw them around willy-nilly yep there's very little like it's not like oh once we get to the spaceship we all call each other by our character names like no sometimes but no (laughs) not always uh but tim allen lead character (laughs) tim allen as jason nesmith aka Commander Peter Quincy Taggart, the obvious Shatner <laughs> yeah. guy, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is really hysterical. There's a quote from Shatner here on the Wikipedia because a lot of uh, old cast members of Star Trek shows mm-hmm. have talked about the movie, obviously. And uh, his <laughs> comment is super Shatner in that like self-deprecating. But it's just so funny the way that he says like so many of these characters were, you know, they portrayed them really real. Uh, but some of them were just totally unrecognizable. Certainly, I don't know what Tim Allen was doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he obviously he knows that he's yeah, yeah. doing fucking Shatner in the movie. But, like, it's so clear and so funny. And it's like, a, what a person to choose yeah. for the Shatner guy. <laughs> like, the first note in here is just Tim Allen plays such a great douchebag. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That was, I I put, Tim Allen is so good at being a dick. Oh, yeah. He nails it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then you have Sigourney Weaver as Gwen DeMarco or Lieutenant Tawny Madison. She's so phenomenal in this. She, I just, I love Sigourney. She's so good. And <laughs> like, this was probably the first movie I saw her in. Because I'm sure I saw it closer to when it came out. Like, I don't think I came, mm-hmm. I went to theaters to see it or anything. Yeah. But. Home video. Yeah, home video, probably around like 2001, 2002, that mm-hmm. era. Probably the first thing I saw her because I definitely didn't see Alien until I was older, you know, and, and other horror-adjacent stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, this was probably the lightest fair thing that I <laughs> that I knew of her in. And then we have uh, the late, great Alan Rickman as Alexander Dane, 
aka Dr. Lazarus, <laughs> the uh, alien-headed guy, which yes. is like such a great sci-fi trope where it's mm-hmm. like, so your species is like 99% human, <laughs> except for some dumb shit on your face. Yep. <laughs> like, they do that all the time. So I love that look. Like mm-hmm. It's so like sort of silly, but at the same time, like, it's great because it doesn't take away from him. The mm-hmm. actor, you know, it's not yeah, like yeah. he's caked up in a bunch of makeup yeah. and stuff, so you can't tell <laughs> it's that just it's a, him. A cap. Yeah, he's basically <laughs> just wearing a hat the whole movie. Uh, the whole movie. The whole movie. Even when they're not doing an appearance or anything, <laughs> even when they're doing appearances, why does he have to be in the full getup? Why can't he just be just be himself? a man who played that character before? Yeah, yeah really. I mean. There's it's definitely like, a little bit of of license taken with that, like as much as the show is like a a cult hit mm-hmm. in the universe of this movie. It's like, yeah, you'd think that the the fans would understand if yeah. you just showed up as a person. <laughs> but then again, you think of it, and it's like this was '99, so like cons and stuff like that was not the sort of thing that yeah. like every single person went to all the time. You know, there wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, there's a con for this and a con for that and a con for this and everything. Yeah. So in this case, it's like these people are probably pretty diehard. Yeah. They're going to want to see the head thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to need to wear it. But it was funny when they showed him at his apartment yeah. and he's still wearing it like <laughs> that night. Super hysterical. Uh, he is so fucking good in this. Yes, he and is. And this was the same year that he was in Dogma. So it's like, what a fucking killer year for hilarious Alan Rickman roles. Seriously. Like, and specifically, I was reading that, you know, he kind of was looking for comedic stuff because it was like, once, like, when your first role is Hans Gruber, mm-hmm. you're the villain forever. Yeah. You know, he was in a, a fucking Robin Hood movie as the bad guy and all that kind of shit. So it's like, when you get the opportunity to suddenly be silly, and like all this stuff, like I I cannot blame him for taking it. And what a fucking <laughs> perfect person for the role. Absolutely. Loved it. And we have Tony Shaloub as Fred Kwan, aka Tech Sergeant Chen. Oh my god, Tony Shaloub. <laughs> Tony Shaloub in this movie is like the sleeper guy who like yeah. almost steals the whole movie out from under everybody else. <laughs> Seriously. Like his screen time oh. is is a bit more limited than the rest of the ensemble, it feels. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, cause his character kind of gets relegated down to like the bowels of the ship. Then they just like contact him every once in a while. Yeah. But he, oh man. He definitely Ooh. makes up for it every time <laughs> he is on screen. Phenomenal. Yeah, it is perfect. <laughs> He's the best. Uh, Sam Rockwell as Guy Fliegman, a.k.a. Uh, crewman number six <laughs> from the show, uh, which is hysterical. Like that beginning part, I never really caught where it's like, oh, yeah, he didn't like come here to be on the panel. Mm-hmm. He was an announcer for the event and then like kind of wormed his way into the crew and got involved in yeah. the whole mess that happens in the movie, <laughs> uh, which is just all the funnier to me now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, they they were like, who is this guy? What is what's going on? Yeah. Like he was in one episode ages ago. He died before the first commercial break. Like <laughs> so great. But Sam fucking Rockwell. Mm-hmm. I was reading that he got the part in a like the lead in an independent movie and then a friend mm-hmm. told him like no take this role it's gonna be awesome like and, yeah. and he realized like oh yeah like this is a bigger movie wider release and you know so many great actors start off just doing little comedies here or there and you know show off mm-hmm. their 
their stuff and then get casted bigger stuff and it's like yeah now he's the oscar winner yeah and he's this like goofy (laughs) mustachioed guy fleegman in this movie who like it's so fun i say like tony shalhoub is like oh he's so great and he almost steals the movie and then you have sam rockwell as guy and i think he comes maybe even a little bit closer to stealing the movie for me like oh 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 my god because he has some absolute dynamite stuff in this and so much of it is specifically because of him yeah like if it was somebody else doing the exact same thing i don't think it would be as funny (laughs) but because it's sam rockwell and he's just so natural yeah it's it's absolutely perfect and then rounding out the actual like cast members of the show main ensemble Mm -hmm. of the movie is uh, daryl mitchell as tommy weber aka lieutenant laredo who was a little kid on the original show. (laughs) So now he's like an adult man still playing the little kid role. Uh, There was a bit in here. Do you know Will Wheaton? Mm -hmm. Like sort of like a nerd icon, I guess. But he played a kid on, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I don't truly know Star Trek that well, but I guess, I guess it would be the next generation. I I don't know. The newer, one of the newer shows. Yeah. Yeah. He played a kid. And the fans, like, despised him. They were like, get this fucking kid off the show. And he had a comment in here as well about, like, the only thing that I would have done differently would be cast me as a fanboy who won't stop screaming at him saying that he ruined the show by being a kid. Like, just to go full circle because of all the people giving him shit as a kid. So it's like, that's kind of where that sort of comes from. And he's fantastic in it as well. I am really sad. When I went to go look, I was like, I know this Daryl Mitchell dude from stuff and he's in 10 things i hate about you as okay. uh mr morgan and mm-hmm. as soon as i read that i was like oh yeah he's one of the, the teachers yeah, yeah. right yeah he's oh, the english absolutely. teacher exactly i was like Fuck the, yeah. the shakespeare rap right 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 <laughs> and i was like oh yeah yeah what else what else and he's in uh the first two house party movies which i have not seen <laughs> uh and then you know a few other little things but it was like galaxy quest 99 and then one movie in 2001 in 2001 couple in 2002 last thing on here says 2012 for movies like he's been on shows and stuff mm-hmm. and not to be like but those don't count because tv <laughs> shows are bullshit but it was just like oh man i really liked him in this and i wish there was like more to go back to and be like oh yeah. Let's check another role out by this guy because he's absolutely <laughs> hilarious as him. Yeah. He gets like some of the best stuff in the like, hey, that shit we pretended to do is real now. Mm-hmm. You know, and he gets some of the greatest stuff of like, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> like, that's not. Oh, no. So he's so great. And so those are the cast members of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially, you know, the beginning of the movie, them at a at a con, like a specific galaxy quest con they're not just at a general con (laughs) this is all about them yep and uh what's his face nesmith is late and everyone is freaking (laughs) out and alan rickman has like a nervous breakdown and tries to sneak out the door under a coat (laughs) which i've always loved like or it's like why are you what are you hiding everyone here knows that it's you (laughs) like what do you think you're doing hiding from anyone in the parking lot i guess so but it's just so (laughs) funny that he tries to sneak away uh because he just fucking hates doing it that's easily one of my favorite like 
character arcs in the movie. Yeah. You know, it's like the beginning of that where he's just like so fucking angry about having to say <laughs> by Grabthar's hammer. Like just like, oh my God, this stupid fucking line yeah. that has followed me my entire life and I'm still saying it and I hate it and just that vibe. And then where he winds up at the end of the movie mm-hmm. is so great. Yeah. And while they're at this event, they uh, they run into young Justin Long. Yes, they do. Baby Justin Long. I, oh it was so God. funny, too, because just before we were, I think it was yesterday mm-hmm. when we were talking about like, oh, yeah, maybe we should do this when I was explaining all the people that were in it. And I was like, yeah, you know, he's like, he's like a squeaky voice teen, Justin Long. And his like first line, his voice cracks. And I was was, like, oh, man, uh, I didn't realize how on the nose I was about that. Yes, you were perfect (laughs) because the whole movie, he was so squeaky. It was Oh, it's hysterical. hysterical. His first movie. (laughs) This. Yes. (laughs) Also the first movie for or first movie appearance of Rain Wilson. Oh, really? Yeah. That's fine. Like, obviously, like we I... both knew he was there, mm-hmm. but knowing it was his first one. Yeah. And then also first screen uh, role for Missy Pyle as well. Oh, really? Yeah, which oh. I didn't know about. And, I mean, it's not like I'm like, oh, yeah, because I'm a huge Missy Pyle fan. Yeah. I've seen everything <laughs> she's ever been in. But really just like, oh, neat. Yeah. That's a lot of firsts. Yeah. <laughs> and they all did very well. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, we're gonna we're going to get into something here real quick <laughs> that it was something that i read that i'd never known before in my life and i think it's amazing and oh. it just makes so much of this and it, <laughs> it it's oh it's so good but you know they're at this event they're you know uh, all everyone else is kind of just like Meh. you know mm-hmm. we're here but whatever and nesmith tim allen is just like eating it up because all the fans are there and he's like talking with them about all the stuff he did and mm-hmm. he's acting all cool and then he goes to the bathroom and I made I made a note here because I thought it sounded it seemed so unrealistic and then I read something else that was like oh well never mind that cuz he goes into the bathroom at the con mm-hmm. and he's like oh, oh, oh all the urinals are taken everything's taken so he goes into his stall and then these two dickheads just like roll into the bathroom making fun of everybody mm-hmm. like calling everybody freaks because there's a bunch of people in there in costume and all that yeah. and like calling them freaks and making fun of them and going in on Nesmith specifically. Yeah. Like talking shit about how lame he is for sitting there and charging 15 bucks for autographs and reliving, you know, mm-hmm. stuff that's so long ago. Like, like what a bunch of losers. He doesn't even know how much everyone hates him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's one of the best ones. The like, oh, he can't even tell that everyone fucking hates him. All of his castmates hate him, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, what a bummer for Jason and, you know, shitty little moment. And I wrote it down. I was like, what are they even doing here? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's a con. This event is for this show. What are you doing here? Yeah. That you're coming into the bathroom and being like, what a bunch of fucking freaks and losers. Like, wh- <laughs> what <laughs> business do you have here? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. well, it didn't make any sense for them to be there. And I guess, you know, it's probably a little exaggerated, but I was reading that that's something that happened to, God, it was either, uh, it was either William Shatner or it was uh, Sir Patrick Stewart. One of those two guys, you know, playing mm-hmm. the, the captains who, when they were at one of these events, was in the bathroom and overheard people talking about how, like, Aww. oh, shit. It was probably Shatner now that I'm thinking of it because there was kind of like a yeah, yeah. thing back then that he was a bit of a real dick. And I can't see Patrick Stewart being that big of a dick. No. But, like, it was just like an actual <laughs> moment of, like, oh, fuck. Like, hearing people 
basically explain to him without knowing that he was there like hey yeah everyone thinks you're a dick and yeah. and uh you know maybe maybe do something about that yeah. <laughs> but i was like oh okay i guess it comes from a real story then yeah these guys are probably a bit meaner in the movie than they were there mm-hmm. to all the rest of the people yeah you know because i could definitely understand star trek fans being like man doesn't it suck that shatner's such a dick <laughs> you yeah. know like and not just random weirdos who go mm-hmm. to cons just to make fun of everybody there like what a waste of money yeah <laughs> um so now he's bummed and in the midst of all this while they're at this con briefly nesmith makes contact with these how many were i think there's four of them that yeah. were there these four super weirdos yes. who are you know talking to him about how they have a need in their galaxy they need him to help them defeat someone and he assumes that it's some sort of like thing that he's supposed to be doing yeah, for some some, like, yeah, some event promotional event so he's like oh yeah okay you're 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 with someone okay i'll talk to you later whatever and doesn't realize you know that uh that they're legit mm-hmm. they are the thermians and Fucking Tony Shaloub tries as he might, cannot steal the movie. Sam Rockwell <laughs> tries he might, cannot quite steal the movie. To me, uh, Enrico Colantoni, the lead one, Malthazar, mm-hmm. absolutely fucking steals this movie. <laughs> I know, like, I know that guy. Like, his name, I had to read it because it doesn't come to me right off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. He was on the show Just Shoot Me. Did you okay. ever see that show? A few with episodes. David Spade mm-hmm. and a f- bunch of really great people. I honestly really liked that show. I haven't mm. seen it in a while, so it might be bad. <laughs> but I remembered him specifically. He played Elliot the photographer, and he's so great, and he's just very recognizable. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when I saw this movie, you know, it was like, oh, it's uh, it's Elliot, all that. And and watching it again now, I was like, oh right, because I'd forgotten that he was like the lead alien dude, and I was yeah. like, oh right, oh this is gonna be a treat, and it was so much more than a treat. He fucking murders this movie absolutely playing the playing Malthazar because uh what is so fantastic about it like the like oh the lilting strange way that he speaks and just like the goofiness (laughs) to it what's so amazing about it because like I just love it in general like I think Mm -hmm. that's a hysterical way to do that like the like they're just so like naive and childlike <laughs> you know what i mean and then mm-hmm. that sort of uh the the way that they like try to act like people but don't <laughs> quite get it but they're trying mm-hmm. you know like they're not trying to infiltrate and do harm yeah. they're just like we'll try and uh, fit in <laughs> and they're just so strange and weird that was all him <laughs> like he went in auditioned for the role mm-hmm. and like showed them you know based on how i see the character and reading it and all that like that that was what he felt that was mm-hmm. his actor's choice of like doing it like that and and all the goofiness <laughs> to it and the producers were just like holy shit so they took his audition and they showed it to everybody who auditioned for a thermian to play <laughs> one of his people to be like this is how you do it you know what I mean? Like, not yeah. just, it wasn't like we had all these actors and then the director figured out how we wanted them to act. Mm-hmm. So he told everyone exactly how to do it. It was like, he came up with it and it was like, oh my God, this is so great. And so it was like, everybody do it the way Enrico's doing it because it's perfect and amazing and it's the best part of the movie. And it fucking is. It, yeah. I, I, I would literally watch any scene that they are in mm-hmm. 
just just to watch them do whatever they're doing just to hear them talk and the like goofy faces yeah the walk that like marionette walk yeah. where the arms are like in front of their legs moving in tandem yeah like a puppet instead of the like cross yeah, instead swing. of swinging or yeah. anything it's just like in front the 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 up and down clap instead yes, of in side to of side them. yeah like it's so hysterical and like perfectly non-threateningly weird yeah you know it's not like there's something off about this guy you're, like, you're more just like just... there's something weird about yeah, this, this guy this guy's a little goofy <laughs> yeah and him everyone else who was the fucking guy who played his like second in command because that dude was <laughs> Super cool. Oh, it wasn't Quellick. That was the guy who becomes friends with Dr. Lazarus. Right. And then it's like Leliari is the girl. That's Missy Pyle, mm-hmm. who uh, turns into a love interest for Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. Which is another hysterical little like side <laughs> thing that's happening throughout the movie that you're kind of just like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah. What? Right. Okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> super strange. <laughs> Uh, oh, Jed Rees plays Teb. And that dude, I feel, is equally as fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, it's sort of based on <laughs> Enrico's mannerisms. But, like, he he nails that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like they got the best people to play these fucking aliens. <laughs> like, th- that that shot when... <laughs> when uh, God, all of their names run through my head at once. Right. And it's like, you know, we're Taggart, Nesmith, Tim Allen. Uh, (laughs) But when Tim Allen wakes up from his bender Mm -hmm. and he hears the like gentle knocking at his at his window (laughs) and he just looks up and all four of them are like bent to the side looking at him like, oh, and he's just like, what in the fuck? All dressed identical, all with that black hair and everything. Mm-hmm. Like they're so alien, but like not. It's, yeah. and, and since like that's sort of, I guess, part of the point mm-hmm. where they're like pretending to be human because their real forms are these like crazy ass squid monsters yeah. that like shriek all the time. <laughs> uh, which is another one of my favorite bits in this whole movie is like how like sometimes it can get annoying. And I know that there's some people who like specifically despise say like will ferrell because how much like yelling he will do you know what i mean <laughs> mm-hmm. we're just like oh i don't want to listen to just some idiot yell all the time there is so much like shrieking in this movie <laughs> and all of it is great it's all hysterical it's, it's so perfect and i mean fucking sam rockwell dude yeah. <laughs> he gets the best one yeah, and i think does. i'm pretty certain that that one gets ruined in the trailer too which is a bummer yeah like that's such a good moment uh, <laughs> but these aliens come to find I mean, they come to find Captain Taggart. Commander. Commander Taggart, but obviously only find Jason Nesmith, Tim Allen, Mm -hmm. as a drunk actor. And they don't understand the concept of television. Yeah. Which is obviously like it's a big part of the whole story (laughs) that they think he's real. They think that the Galaxy Quest show are historical documents. Yep. And they have basically (laughs) built their entire lives to be this show like Mm -hmm. we have the ship all the technology all the things we built like reverse engineered them Mm -hmm. from the television show yeah (laughs) and it's so funny like it's it's such the perfect tone i feel this movie Mm -hmm. where shit like that is like just immediately like as soon as it pops into your head it is immediately discarded as like who gives a shit 
know what I mean? Like if it goes into your mind of like, how could they possibly reverse engine? And you're just like, shut up. Yeah. (laughs) Shut up, you stupid voice in the back of my head. (laughs) Like that so doesn't matter here. It's such an absurd premise of these actors getting abducted by aliens who think they're real spacemen Mm -hmm. and have to fight a bad guy and all that kind of stuff. Like it's so high concept, just like sci-fi ridiculousness. That all of that goes away. Yeah. Just immediately. It's like, they're <laughs> aliens. Therefore, deal with it. You know? And his, like, <clears throat> he goes up and is, like, immediately sat down to talk with Saris, <laughs> the bad guy. Yeah. The, like, evil monster reptilian-looking fucking thing. Yeah, one that eye. Is, yeah, well, no, no. If you notice, oh, no. at the first scene, he still has both of his eyes and both of his arms and everything, which That's is right. a little thing I really liked watching this time. <laughs> I don't think I noticed the, like, incremental, <laughs> like, look to him. But he thinks it's all a show. He thinks he's just doing a bit for mm-hmm. whatever. So he's he's telling all the Thermians what to do and all of their like shocked and horrified reactions <laughs> to how flippant he is to this bad guy. Because mm-hmm. it's like this dude is murdering their entire race mm-hmm. and he's been torturing them and he's coming for them. And <laughs> fucking Nesmith is just like, oh, yeah, just uh, shoot him with uh, those ones and these ones and uh, everything should be cool. And they're all just like. Oh, oh yeah just go ahead it's cool what was the line i i got him with bolt barrels he's probably fine i'm gonna head out of here like he's so so flippant about it and they're just like oh oh well um like they're too nice to be like what are you doing they're like he must know what he's doing yeah he's the captain (laughs) so as horrifying as this might seem we'll do what you tell us and when does he realize oh that's right i was like when does he realize it's real because i was like he gets all the way down the hallway still thinking it's a bit mm-hmm. he like leaves the room and he's like yeah yeah um just call me if you need me for something else or whatever yeah and he's about to leave and then it's the leaving that yeah. <laughs> that does it because he gets like covered in that weird slime jelly stuff yep the fucking ship opens up to show like saturn or some shit like mm-hmm. planets and galaxies and everything <laughs> uh surprisingly awesome special effects yeah i was waiting for really bad mm-hmm. and i was like for one super tight that all the bad guy aliens are all practical you know I, what i mean yeah. like saris looks dope i was mm-hmm. reading about the effect where it was like one of the first times they ever did something where the actor underneath is acting mm-hmm. and the animatronic face is doing what they're doing. You yeah. know, like it yeah, wasn't yeah. like puppeteers elsewhere making the face go and the actor is just like in there. Mm-hmm. You know, like he was doing, you know, a mean face so the face gets me, you know, that kind yeah, of yeah. stuff. Like really, <laughs> really neat shit mm-hmm. for a movie that's like not necessarily like, you know, oh, you know that special <laughs> effects real of a movie yeah. like it's it's got some cool shit though and the, like the space effects mm-hmm. and the uh the like just the ship itself some of the creatures are even pretty good yeah you know like i think the only thing that looks like a little wonky is maybe the rock monster and probably mm-hmm. just because cgi has gotten so much better that you're just looking at it like there's just not enough detail on yeah. it yeah you know the, the rocks mm-hmm. don't have enough like you know Yeah, exactly. Like they don't look weathered enough. They look like really stagey CGI rocks. Yeah, they look more like pieces of clay. Yeah, yeah, kind of. (laughs) But everything else looks really good. 
and it the the fucking thing just shoots him back to earth <laughs> it just <laughs> lands next to the pool and is just like shaking and shivering <laughs> which is one of my favorite bits later when everyone else goes through it as well um so the next day he goes to find his castmates to tell mm-hmm. them about this like holy shit guys it's a real ship yeah. it's amazing but it is funny the way that they decide to yeah. go with where they're just like, he's probably talking about a job. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, fuck, we should get on that job. Yeah. <laughs> like, if he's doing a job, we need to be on that job. I thought it was the opposite. One of the other crewmates said something along the lines of like, he's drunk. He wouldn't it wouldn't be a real job. Well, no, he says he's drunk. You really think he was talking about a job? And then they're like, oh. Yeah, he probably is because he because what he's what he was telling them was that it was real. Yeah. And they were like, he wouldn't say that it's real. Like, it it must be a job. And then he's like, Mm -hmm. but why would he be? Oh, God, he's probably right. Because, well, it's because when they go into the room and meet with Missy Pyle again, Mm -hmm. when she's a hologram, (laughs) um, Sigourney, she says something along the lines of like, we do it all. We do it as a team. Yeah. So she, they were thinking like, oh, is he doing another job by himself? Like he did at the beginning of the movie. Mm, gotcha. Like, okay. fuck that. We're coming too. Yeah. And then they immediately get shot through space and realize <laughs> that like, oh my God, this isn't <laughs> a job at all. This is a fucking actual spaceship. Like he said. Yeah. Um, and them landing on the ship is so phenomenal. Like, front to back, that whole sequence yes. of them, like, shooting through space, landing one by one. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty certain it was, like, Sigourney Weaver first, and mm-hmm. then uh, uh, Alan Rickman, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> Sam Rockwell. Yeah. They're all, like, just the, like, shivering and shaking from and, this, uh, like, ridiculous thing. Oh, and, yeah, and Tommy. And they're all like just shivering and shaking and freaking out. And then you just hear the like <laughs> normal voices of the Thermians. Yeah. That is just this like horrible, like, <laughs> this like ridiculous fucking noise that is terrifying. Yeah. And so they're all like, oh my God, what's happening? And then the doors open and in come these crazy ass squid monsters <laughs> with like tools and shit. Yeah. Just like getting in everyone's faces <laughs> and like jamming things in their ears and shit. Like horrifying moment. And it's so funny to watch because like, you know, like, you know that they don't mean harm. Yeah. But these people are just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then finally they realize like, oh shit, we didn't, we didn't have our like, whatever they called them. I don't remember anymore. Yeah. But our like, our image changers on mm-hmm. and they like bloop, turn back into people. And I don't remember the full, like exactly when all this stuff happens, but when Tony Shalhoub comes down yeah. and his character like hits the thing and the goo melts off him and instead of like shivering and shaking and freaking out he's just got this like gentle smile on his face yeah and that fucking fantastic line of uh <laughs> what was it, it was uh oh, that-, that was a hell of a thing <laughs> <laughs> so good the yeah. whole movie he's clearly playing stoned and they don't bring attention to it. He's never shown doing anything. They, he just is. One character asked him once. Yeah, it was Sam Rockwell, the, like, yes. right near the end. Yeah. And that's the only time it's ever really, like, there's any attention paid to that. Yeah. But, like, he's so clearly playing stoned the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then 
when uh what's his and then uh nesmith comes in and is like all psyched about it like he's done this so now he's cool yeah everyone else has is you know is not uh <laughs> used to it yet and he's just like hey you guys want a tour and then sam rockwell lets out that like absolutely just like gut busting shriek like it's so funny and it's so late like it's yeah. so del- like if he had, if he did that as soon as those doors opened and the alien things came in not even a no. quarter is funny. No. The fact that it's like so far after everything is done, <laughs> it's like everything has been just like swirling in his brain about everything that he just went through. And then it finally just like snapped into place the like <laughs> horror of it all. And it just comes out. Oh my God. Apparently Sigourney Weaver did not know how hard he was going to go on that. So like if I'm, I'd have to look it up cause I wasn't watching for it, mm-hmm. but apparently she has a very real reaction to <laughs> Rockwell shrieking like that. Cause she didn't expect it. <laughs> it's like, dude, that's so great. Oh man. He's so fucking good, man. Quite possibly my favorite line in the movie is, uh, before Nesmith shows up to tell them all about the, the real spaceship and they're on the stage at that like tech store mm-hmm. and they all have a line in the like big end of speech thing like you will find great tech prices at tech servers whatever blah mm-hmm. blah blah and back and forth and then i think tommy finishes his line and everyone's sitting there waiting and they just look over to alexander who's just like staring into space <laughs> like he just wants to be anywhere but here and then finally realizes that it's his line and the by Grabthar's hammer, what a savings. <laughs> like, that's just like, he already hates it. Oh, yeah. And now it's being used as like the whore line at the mm-hmm. <laughs> at the event of like, oh, yeah, use the line that you despise to pimp yourself out for yeah. our tech store while wearing the makeup I'm sure you hate and all that kind of yeah. shit. So it's like just the most insulting moment of that man's life is that line right there. And Alan Rickman makes you feel that yeah. with how he does it. Just like the longest pause. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm about to say this. <laughs> it's so good. It's really like the whole sequence that makes it so funny. It's, it's kind of like uh, that's, I feel, a theme throughout the whole movie. You know, is like as funny as everybody is in a vacuum, like just as actors and actresses mm-hmm. and all that. Like, this is a really great movie for scenarios. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, lots of comedies can get by by being, you know, a scenario where there's nothing going on and just people being funny at each other. Mm-hmm. You know, and then in this movie, it's like, wait, well, it's so, it's such a high concept sci fi thing that there's gotta be you know set pieces you know there's got to be like oh when they go down to the planet and you know the mm-hmm. this that and the other thing it's like all all of that is funny just sort of in and of itself and mm-hmm. then the way these people play it is so great because like when they get to the deck you know of the ship yeah and it's like it's your ship we designed it exactly how it was on the historical documents <laughs> so they all find their places and they're like oh yeah totally totally like yeah this is where i go and this is what i do mm-hmm. and then when nesmith tells tommy to take it out like yeah. let's go and he's just like what Oh, my God. And he has to drive the spaceship for the first time. (laughs) Such a great scene. Love everybody's physical acting. The, like, trying to lean the ship further as he's drifting (laughs) off to the left. Like, just moving their bodies and hoping that it'll help somehow. Like, oh, you gotta, you gotta. And that horrible grinding noise (laughs) of the ship against the wall. 
Like that's hysterical. Like just that main concept of like guy who has never actually flown a spaceship mm-hmm. is expected to fly a spaceship. Like that's just a funny scenario. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but specifically how they play it is just so good. And Sam Rockwell, like like backseat driving him as well, <laughs> like standing there because he doesn't have a position because yeah, he's, yeah. he's crew member number six. So it's like, uh, uh, he just stands there with him. Love that kind of stuff. Oh, and and something about that moment that I never, ever noticed as a kid and that I noticed it this time. And so I wrote it down and then it was like, oh, my God, that actually became a thing later. When they pull the ship out and fly it away, the like base that they were docked in is like it's it's like an eighth of a planet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like a chunk of a planet that clearly used to be there that's mostly been destroyed and they've like carved out into the middle of it <laughs> to build their base. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I never noticed that, that they're like space base is like what's left of a planet. So then yeah. when later, when they reveal that, like, no, yeah, everyone on this ship is the last of the Thermians and they're going to extinguish us yeah, and all that. And that was like the absolute first time I ever put that together of like, <laughs> oh, holy shit, that was their planet. <gasps> oh, like it, it seems obvious <laughs> but, yeah. in retrospect, but just I, I honestly, I don't think I've ever noticed that shot before of them leaving and the planet there. It was just yeah. like, wow, that was actually a neat little bit of like, oh. Yeah. That's a nice little detail there. Yeah. <laughs> and after they get out, they go to are don't they go to meet Soros again? Yeah, I mean, I know that they 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 all want to bail mm-hmm. once they learn about who Saris is and like what he plans to do and all that. And they're just like, Well, we don't do that, but then just as they're about to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Mathazar comes in and he's just like, he's here to talk to you. <laughs> and so like they have to go and deal with him now. Yeah. So they're kind of stuck in this scenario. Because that was something I thought of too. I was like, even if they got all the way up here, like I don't think it would take much to get yeah. these people to be like, send us home. Yeah. Like I don't want to do this anymore. So it's like, okay, it's got to be that like he shows up and he's already there. You yeah. Know, they're already in the shit. Mm-hmm. Before they even have a chance to leave. Yeah, they said that he would shoot down anything that tries to like escape from the ship. Exactly. So it was like, oh shit, they're mm-hmm. stuck. And then uh, <laughs> that's when Rockwell has that fantastic bit about the red thingy moving towards the green thingy. <laughs> I think we're the green thingy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and something that I really love that I absolutely had never really thought of before either. But like, they're all sitting in the like the set pretty mm-hmm. much, you know, on the bridge. And Saris decides to shoot at them. Yeah. And it hits them. And instead of the, because at the beginning of the movie, they show like a little clip of an episode of the show Mm -hmm. from back in the day. And it does the classic cheesy of like they get hit with something. So the set like kind of gently sways back and forth. And the people are just (laughs) like, oh, oh, geez. (laughs) So then in this scene in the real spaceship, Saris hits him with the thing and everyone goes fucking flying. (laughs) And it's this huge like real thing. And I love like now watching it. It was like, oh, that's actually really funny that I'm sure in their minds they were like, yeah, it'll just be a little gentle and rocking back and forth. Right. (laughs) Just get whipped around the room i loved that god sigourney weaver i love her in this movie especially just like 
the gist of her character like mm-hmm. obviously the whole bit towards the beginning where she's complaining that all the press about her is about like her space suit and her boobs and stuff mm-hmm. and the fact that her role was just like look hot and repeat what the computer says yep. <laughs> everything so it's like that's all that she has <laughs> to do in the real world because they built it like the show so mm-hmm. she, that line about like i have one job on this <laughs> ship so i'm gonna and, oh yeah and it might be stupid but i am gonna do it <laughs> so fucking great in this but the this is when they like realize that the thermian like why the thermians think they are real mm-hmm. you know like that they have no concept of fiction yeah or anything like that including Easily one of my favorite reactions <laughs> in the movie when they're like, Gilligan's Island, and all the Thermians are like, oh, those poor people. <laughs> like, holy shit, dude. Like, thinking that Gilligan's Island is real and that that's what happened <laughs> to those people. Oh, it's so, so funny. Like, just thinking about, like, how could you possibly watch Gilligan's Island and not understand that it's funny? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm certain that that show has a laugh track. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. So it's like they are so alien that they don't even understand <laughs> that it's like, these are silly shenanigans. But to them, it's like, this is tragic. <laughs> like, oh, it's so, so, so funny. Um, the, that is when you know, they realize that the, uh, the ship's been damaged and they need to go get a new. Uh, yeah, because they escape through the minefield. Yes. The minefield that does show up again later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they need to get a new like beryllium sphere, or whatever the fuck it is that yeah. powers everything. So they have to go down to the planet. So it's, you know, a takeoff of all the mm-hmm. going down to the planet episodes and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> uh, and that whole sequence, I think, is fantastic as well. Sam Rockwell specifically, yes. him freaking out about even going down there because he's like, this is when I die. Oh, my God. And losing his mind and calling out for his mom and everything as they're going down there. Um, and then he's got a, a fantastic little bit. Oh, yeah. When when uh, Fred, Tony Shaloub, just like opens the door immediately yeah. and Rockwell freaks out. He's like, is there air? You don't know. And he just does the like seems good to me and just like go is like oh my god <laughs> this, it's so funny too because it's like it almost feels like he's like taking the piss out of the movie while acting in it yeah you know what i mean where it's just like why would anyone act like this ever like it seems so weird and especially when the character is never given like an actual moment of like yeah and then he smokes a bong or he like does some yeah. drugs or whatever where it's just like who is this dude? Why is he so well adjusted <laughs> yeah. to this? Yeah, like how is he so chill about all this crazy alien <laughs> shit? Like, and it's it it winds up being just hysterical. You know what I mean? It's like I feel like there's a way that that could not work. Yeah, but it it would not be because of Tony Shalhoub because <laughs> he's fantastic and I love him in this. Um, and there's the little monsters mm-hmm. that live where the the beryllium spheres are that are like tiny little baby creatures with like yeah. horrible <laughs> shark teeth you know that attack them which i'm sure is like a specific reference to mm-hmm. some sort of monster or whatever yeah. in star trek but it's also just pretty like yeah, that, yeah. That, that's what would happen yeah. <laughs> you'd go somewhere the things look nice they're not nice yeah. you gotta deal with it all of a sudden there's a million more of them yeah exactly <laughs> 
And Did you guys never watch the show? <laughs> yeah, that's probably one of the best lines. <laughs> Fucking Rockwell. Love that. Uh, but everyone else gets away except for Nesmith, who gets taken by the little creatures. Mm-hmm. And so he is doing <laughs> another classic Star Trek thing of the like, the fight like the in some sort of like arena where mm-hmm. it's like man versus monster or whatever <laughs> and there's this like horrifying pig creature yeah oh god and i love every like it's almost a shame that the best joke about it isn't like the last one to really like nail it home mm-hmm. you know like it's something where i feel like uh, like except for when they bring that rock monster back later like, if it mm-hmm. wasn't for that, I'd say, like, just fucking forget the rock monster bit and just yeah. do the pig monster bit. Because the pig monster bit's the best part. Yeah, it is. Like, Tim <laughs> Allen just, like, fucking with it. Like, trying yeah. to, like, eh, eh, like. Keep him at bay. <laughs> yeah, like, whipping him with his jacket and stuff and just being, like, I think I'm doing pretty good with the pig monster. Like, I'm taking him on. I got yeah. this. And then, like, them deciding, like, okay, we're going to have to beam him up. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to test the beaming device that's never been tested before. Yeah. And it's Fred's deal. So he's got to come up and try to do it. Like, that's <laughs> he's the one who does it. And so he tries it on the pig monster. Yeah. <laughs> that that has been one of my favorite, like, comedy bits for the longest time. Ever since I saw it, I was like, that is hysterical. There's something about that whole bit where it gets transferred to the ship and it like shows up and it's this like horrifying Cronenberg (laughs) monster where it's like it's been turned inside out Mm -hmm. and its guts are like squirting and it's making noises because it's still alive and it's just the like most horrifying thing like the exact thing that anytime you hear in one of these like space shows or sci-fi shows about like how something works Mm -hmm. you're always in the back of your mind you're like but if it goes wrong yeah it would be horrifying and so this one they do that and it's like oh yeah and they try to beam the monster up and uh, it turns inside out and then explodes and (laughs) like that's funny enough Mm -hmm. but the thermian dude saying it out loud yeah (laughs) is really what makes it just like it turned inside out and it exploded. <laughs> it's just like no idea how, like the correct tone to take yeah. about this because Tim Allen's freaking out. Where he's like, did you say it turned inside out? Like freaking out about that. And so to just be like, and it exploded. Like, it, that's not a good thing. Yeah. You shouldn't be smiling when you say that. But you are. Obviously, then he fights that rock monster just before it crushes him. Fred gets the courage to <laughs> to try again because I loved that where he's like, didn't you see what happened with the monster? <laughs> like, I'm not going to do that to him. Yeah. So like bringing him up, rock monster is saved for later. <laughs> like they'll, they'll eventually do something with it later. But it was like, I wish that scene somehow could have ended on the and it exploded, you know, like find another way to, to, to get Tim Allen back. Yeah. And and just end it right there because that's such a great button <laughs> on the end of a sequence. I don't know. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so this, I mean, just, so, you know, they're, they're like, oh, the ship's, you know, ready and we're good to go. And then, of course, uh, Saris is back mm-hmm. and he has taken Mathazar and he's torturing him and all that. And they want to know what the Omega-13 machine does. And nobody knows because on the show, nobody knew what it did. Yeah. So it technically couldn't do anything, you know, yeah. like who knows? 
And uh, this is one, another one of those moments of like the question that flies into your head that you just have to be like, shut up. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <clears throat> because when he explains to Saris, like, I don't know anything because I'm not a captain. Yeah. Because, you know, whatever. You know, and he like explains it to him that, you know, they're actors and mm-hmm. he's not a real space captain and whatever. And I was like, why do the Thermians not have any idea what TV shows or fiction is? Mm-hmm. But Saris does. Yeah. Because he doesn't even tell them or he doesn't even tell Saris like, we're actors on a TV show. Yeah. He just says like, I'm not a captain. And then Saris starts like laughing about it. And he's like, oh, tell him about, the, you know, tell Mathazar well, the no, truth. He, they, they showed Saris. Oh, the, that, that's right. Yeah. The, the historical documents Documents. yeah they show him like two minutes of an episode and he just starts laughing about it and then Mm -hmm. like tells nesmith to tell mathazar the truth yeah and so it's like wait a minute so he can watch a minute of something and be like oh i get it this is a sitcom like Mm -hmm. what what do you fucking reptilian (laughs) monsters know about sitcoms if these guys don't even know about sitcoms like it seems weird to me clearly his race of creature knows about lying so (laughs) well well, that's the thing like i like that whole sort of bit you know, mm-hmm. where where when they're like originally trying to explain to Mathazar who they are, mm-hmm. but they're like, doesn't anybody, you know, pretend, yeah. you know, to be something that they're not? And they're like, oh, you mean lies and deception, you know, <laughs> like, oh, that's something that Saris has, uh, you know, made us quite, you know, whatever he's, I don't know, yeah, yeah. fucking lines, but like he has introduced <laughs> that to us and we've learned about lies and deception and then that great bit about like but to say that you might have any traits in common with saris so they're like oh we can't yeah tell him that we're lying <laughs> he thinks lying is what evil people do mm-hmm. um which i just find funny that it's like that they can't find some sort of middle ground yeah. between <laughs> lying and pretending yeah. you know also later one of the fucking thermians when he's talking about the the device that Fred is using, mm-hmm. he's like, it's more art than science. And it's like, so you know what art is? Yeah. Okay, start there then <laughs> and explain it to them through that pathway instead of being like, do you know when people lie to you? Like, I don't think of people on TV as lying to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not pissed off that uh, <laughs> that Jake Peralta is not a real man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, no, I, I get it. Yeah, it's fine. But uh, but that sequence, I think, is actually really, like, dramatic. And I, I really enjoyed it, like, as a moment mm-hmm. when he asked to explain to Mathazar yeah. that they are, like, essentially, like, it, he, he can't explain any other way. And he has to just break it down to, like, we, we lied. lied. Yeah, yeah. And Mathazar just, like, heartbroken. And yeah. it's like, truthfully, you feel for him because he's just so kind and yeah. friendly and like even in the face of certain death is like constantly smiling, <laughs> you know what I mean? And just like believes in these people so mm-hmm. much that you're just like, oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. That's such a bummer. And it's funny, too, because like I never thought about it before, but thinking about it now, like how much Mathazar, like you c- can't help but see the... uh the parallels between him and Justin Long's character, mm-hmm. you know, where Justin Long at the beginning of the movie is asking Nesmith all sorts of technical questions about the ship and all that. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, it's just a show, right? And it freaks out on him and everything. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I never really, you know, back when I watched this, I'm sure I haven't seen this in like 15 years or so, you know, it's been quite a while. Yeah. 
Uh, but I definitely never put that together where it's like, oh, yeah, Mathazar and their race of people and whatever are essentially just like the biggest, most diehard Galaxy Quest fans ever. Mm-hmm. And like to to <laughs> explain to them that their favorite thing is like fake. Yeah. Is like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like the idea of like it's essentially the same as letting down a really small kid. Yeah. You know what like, I mean? Who like yeah. thinks that you're a superhero and it's yeah. like, no, I just play one on TV, kid. Yeah. Like Santa's <laughs> not real. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, and I'd never really put those two <laughs> kind of sides of the story together before. Mm-hmm. So watching it now, it was like, man, you definitely actually feel something. Yeah. You know, and it's not just a case of like, oh, yeah. And then something sad happens because this is the part of the movie where a sad thing has to happen. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sure that is <laughs> in a certain way, you know, where it's like eventually you got to hit some dramatic marks. You yeah. know, something has to happen to make people <laughs> not happy. They can't just be happy the whole movie. <laughs> but like that specific moment I I really enjoyed watching this time. Mm-hmm. And then they're gonna blast everyone off into space. Mm-hmm. But Nesmith and uh and Alexander use the old classic like fight in order to get out of it kind of bit or it's like yeah. you start fighting so the guards try to intervene and then you fight the guards and then you get out of there <laughs> which again I'm sure like I'll bet you you could make a cut of this movie like take the audio from this movie and then just cut in scenes from Star Trek that do these things yeah. on top of you know what I mean I'm sure that there's a fucking old ass episode where Spock and Kirk <laughs> pretend to fight in yeah. order to knock out the guards and do all that stuff. Like, they use all the tropes mm-hmm. of all this old stuff, but it's, like, sort of played straight, but also sort of like a wink. Yeah. It's oh, it's a blast, though. It's like a it's like a friendly wink. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, you, we all know. Yeah. We, we're all in on this together. Yeah. We all know it's kind of goofy and silly and... Mm. But it's fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. And then, and that's really when Justin Long comes back into play, you know, because that mm-hmm. was sort of something that I'd kind of forgotten about. I was like, oh, yeah, right. He's right at the beginning. And then I know that he like helps them out. Mm-hmm. But I forgot that it was like sort of a like, oh, yeah, kind of moment, <laughs> you know, that it wasn't something where like, yeah, they cut back to him throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. So, you know. He's going to be important later. Yeah. He has like the first scene when he shows up and he gets yelled at. Mm-hmm. He has the second scene where Nesmith runs into him and they accidentally swap those like responder things so yeah. that so that he can contact Justin Long at the end of the movie. <laughs> um, but once he comes back in his stuff, at, like it's a little bit of a shame that so much of it is without everybody else. Yeah. You know, like you can't help but wonder of like to get hired to be in a movie with all of these people. And to be in, like, one scene with them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one or two scenes. Three. Oh, uh, well, at, you mean at the end? Yes. I was going to say, it's possible that he was shot at it. Like, I don't think they're ever in the frames together. So he very well oh, <laughs> might not true. have worked with them in that that's last, in the true. finale scene. But, like, the bummer of, like, oh, yeah, you're going to be in a movie. And there's Sigourney Weaver. And there's Tim Allen. And there's Alan Rickman and all that. <laughs> and you're not going to hang out with any of them, though. You're all, your stuff is all at your house <laughs> on the computer talking to nobody. Yep. Like, oh, I'm sure that kind of sucked. But at the same time, I'm sure he's psyched. Yeah. <laughs> but he's so wonderful. I love his little bits with his parents. Mm-hmm. Like, his mom specifically coming in to tell him to, like, do garbage and stuff. And then eventually that coming into play. Yeah. 
as he's trying to guide them through the ship and they're like where where is he like they're trying to trying to reach him and then it just smash cuts to the outside of his house and he's running to throw the garbage away to try to get back to it I thought that stuff was fantastic and like yelling about how his mom doesn't understand the importance <laughs> yeah. of the situation love that I love I mean there's something else uh that I think it was Takei Maybe it was George Takei. I forget. There was somebody who was talking about how wonderful it was that, like, the passion of the fans is what saves the day. Mm-hmm. You know, like that, because at the very beginning of the movie, you could kind of make a case for them making out the fans of this Galaxy Quest show to be weirdo nerds that nobody likes yeah you know what i mean like that annoy people and whatever like i loved rickman in that first autograph line where the one guy comes up and he's like by grabthar's hammer i will avenge whatever and he like takes the page from him and signs it and gives it back (laughs) and then the next dude steps up immediately and he's like by grabthar and he just snatches the paper to (laughs) sign it like just like oh my god shut up (laughs) so you could kind of make a case that like oh they're making fun of the fans and they think they're weird and they don't Mm -hmm. like them and it's like well that's their perspective of them you know that's the only time they ever interact with them (laughs) and they're so excited and it can seem overbearing and Mm -hmm. all that but it's like the beginning is when they're kind of uh, (laughs) you don't like them but the fact that they save the day at the end i think is what makes it like is what i think makes people who like like the shows and the people who worked on the shows all appreciate the movie you know what i mean where it's like the actors i'm sure see themselves and the mm-hmm. crazy shit that they would do and the, the fights between cast members and mm-hmm. whatnot. But then the fans also get to see themselves in it and kind of everybody gets to be a hero at the end. Yeah. You know, like it's so super positive. <laughs> uh, but him, Justin Long, leading them through the ship, mm-hmm. you know, leading uh, essentially Tim Allen and Sigourney <laughs> Weaver through the ship based on the fucking like blueprints that he and his buddies have built. Yeah. You know, despite the fact that it was just a show shot on sets, there was never an actual thing, but they've mapped it out. Mm-hmm. And so since they've built these ships specifically to the show and the fans know it from the show, like it all, he's like, he technically has a blueprint of that ship. Yeah. Like in the in the craziest way where it's like any actual probability is zero that they would actually match up and mm-hmm. that this would work. But again... Shut up, that part of my brain. We don't need you right now. We're watching Galaxy Quest. The bit with the chompers, the like smashing things in the ship, like Sigourney, that's really, I think, my biggest like regret about them cutting the line and not her saying, fuck that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because that's such a like statement on it. Yeah. But, like, the whole bit, like, that whole sequence as they're getting to it, you Mm -hmm. know, where she's like, why is it always vents and ducts or whatever? Like, that they're crawling through and everything. Like, just, like, commenting on the silly shit that always happens in these kinds of shows and movies. Mm -hmm. And then getting to 
the chompers part where there's no reason for yes. any of this to exist. Yep. And it only exists because it existed in the show. And the only reason it existed in the show was to create a little like action moment. Yeah. It has no reason of being there. And Sigourney's like freak out about that. Yeah. <laughs> like whoever wrote this episode <laughs> like, should die. Yes. Should die. <laughs> I wrote that line down specifically. That's, that's a good one, man. But like all like her whole bit there is like, it's great. It just would have been that much better if it had actually been the, oh, fuck that, <laughs> as soon as they see them. Like, it's so good, man. And I read, apparently, because, like, apparently everybody was kind of against that, against changing it and making it PG yeah. instead of PG-13. Because it's like, that would have been the only one. Yeah. It would have been just that one fuck. They absolutely could have gotten away with it. Mm -hmm. Fucking Tommy could have said shit earlier in the movie. Yep. It wouldn't have mattered. But they had to overdo it to make it PG. Mm -hmm. And apparently the director like uh, kind of directed Sigourney to like phone in the redub to like <laughs> have people like really notice yeah. that it sucks. Like as a little way of like defiance towards it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, didn't that kind of suck? Yeah, definitely kind of sucked. Yeah. Whoever's idea that was should probably be ashamed of themselves because it sucked. <laughs> you know? Which is really funny to me. I love that kind of mm -hmm. shit. <laughs> it's like, did you make this bad on purpose? That's hysterical. <laughs> There's something very funny about that to me. <laughs> and the the end of their little bit. Because it's like everyone's doing shit. There's like, oh, the Thermians are going to die. Mm -hmm. Like the oxygen is getting sucked out of the barracks. So mm -hmm. they're all going to die. And then that's where Dr. Lazarus saves the day. And he gets his <laughs> like moment of of like real... Like caring about shit finally yeah. <laughs> after being so like surly the whole movie and that one great bit where he's just where he's like leaving the room they're like where are you going and he's like to see if they've got a pub <laughs> like just <laughs> such a like sourpuss kind of guy yeah. and then he uh the the one dude gets shot yeah oh my god the, the the line delivery of that was so fucking great where he just like he's been following Lazarus he does the like by grab Thar's hammer and he's like stop shut up don't do that I'm serious yeah like he doesn't want him to fucking say it and then he gets shot and the like I'm shot <laughs> just falls down and then Lazarus gives him a real like meaningful because this guy apparently has modeled his whole life Mm -hmm. on the teachings of dr lazarus so it's like oh my god like yeah. this, this dude like believes in me yeah straight up says that he thinks of lazarus as his dad yeah like holy shit so he finally gives a true performance of by grab hammer and all that stuff and then he yeah. goes and <laughs> fucks up the bad guy which is really <laughs> wonderful like that's such a great arc moment there mm-hmm but fucking Sigourney and Tim Allen, when they get to the like end thing mm -hmm. and the timer's counting down yeah. and there's like 13 seconds left or something and they hit the button and it doesn't stop. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God. And they even have a brief moment of like, I've always, oh, I know. And they hug each <laughs> other and they don't blow up and they look at it and it stopped at one. And the realization <laughs> of like, it always stops at one on the show. Yeah. So brilliant. Absolutely <laughs> forgot about that joke. I was legit wondering, like, what, what happens here? Like, yeah. something obviously saves the day. But what is it? And the hilarity <laughs> that they built their shit to stop at one mm -hmm. because that's how it works. Yeah. 
that's just, that is that's what happens. Yeah, like that is a little piece of like detail that is like I feel like could really only come from someone who watches and loves it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it, yeah. like if if you're gonna be mean, you're not gonna play that joke. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's just something <laughs> about it that's so like lovingly poking fun. Like, oh yeah, of course, at one totally, <laughs> so perfect. Um, and then that's when the actual minefield trick happens, where now that they're all back together and they're flying the ship, and Saris is chasing them, and they fly off into the minefield, and then. Mm-hmm. Nesmith gets like a real idea, you know what yeah. I mean? Because it's like obviously on the show every time it's scripted, so it's like he's not actually a brilliant tactical yeah. guy. <laughs> so for you know, that's why in the first meeting he just tells him to fire a bunch of missiles at him because it's like oh, fuck, well, that's what I do, right? I just yeah. shoot shit. Uh, but their plan of like dragging the the magnetized mines behind them mm-hmm. and leading them straight into his ship. It's like, that is something that's st- stuck in my head. And that's why I thought it was going to happen earlier yeah. in the movie. Because I was like, yeah, they're in the minefield and the mines are chasing them. They do that now? Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, it happens much later. But love that little bit. And I honestly completely forgot about both Saris comebacks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Because like yeah, the, yeah. Whole, the whole movie, they're always talking about that Omega-13 thing. And they don't mm-hmm. know what it does. And then Justin Long explains how he thinks... Yeah. That it's like a matter reorganizer, which essentially just means that it's like a 13 second time machine. Like yeah. You can jump back 13 seconds or so. And so you know that that's got to happen. Yeah. But honestly, I had completely like, I wasn't even thinking about it. So I was like, all right, yeah. And they kill Saris and now they're going to go home and everyone's psyched, right? Totally. I think that's how it ends. And then when, so like when Saris rolls into, or when Fred. Mm-hmm. walks into the the bridge and then starts blasting everybody and it turns out that it was Saris in disguise and like everyone is dying yeah like when Sigourney Weaver hits the ground and she's clearly dead you're like wait a minute yeah there is no way that this movie ends with a <laughs> slaughter of everybody <laughs> so then in that moment with everybody being murdered by Saris and all that uh, Nesmith hits the Omega 13, goes back in time, saves the day. Mm-hmm. They like beat the shit out of Saris, but apparently don't kill it. Like, I forget yeah. what happens. Like, somebody, I think Guy runs over and aims a gun at him, and then somebody like waves him off or something stupid like that. Yeah, something was- happens to the gun, and. He gets like hit upside the head with something. Yeah, and it's like, oh, oh, well, it's it's Mathazar's cane because he mm, he was mm-hmm. injured earlier, and then now he's got a cane and yeah. stuff. So it's like he knocks him out, but nothing actually comes of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they get back home, and <laughs> Justin Long gets that hysterical moment with the fireworks. Yes, and he's running through the house with his fireworks. He just tells his parents, like, "I'll be back later." They're like, what are you? Where, 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 what are you doing? Where are you going? Like, well, you see, and he yeah. like hyper fast explains the situation, and they're just like, "Well, dinner's at seven. Yeah, and he's like, "Okay," and he runs away. Love it. At least he's going outside. Yeah. <laughs> and so him and his buddies, they all help them land the ship back at the convention center. Yeah. And they crash the fucking real spaceship <laughs> through the con, clearly injuring people. Yeah, absolutely. Destroying cars and all sorts of shit. Mm-hmm. But it's like in the end, they just like slowly like up to the main <laughs> stage and stumble out of the ship onto the stage in front of everybody <laughs> and get a standing ovation. And then there's the second 
Saris come back. Mm-hmm. Where it's like once they're all out of the ship, then he comes out again, and everyone's like, "Whoa!" I notice some of the fans in the audience point their fake guns at him. They're like, "Oh," because I'm sure they think it's like an actor or something. Yeah, yeah. And then Nesmith takes him out, and then has everyone come up and bow with him, you know, and get all their applause. And then gotta love the fact that at the end. Like they get a reboot, mm-hmm. you know, like they get they show the like opening credits to the new Galaxy Quest show and including fucking, Jane yeah. Doe. Yes, that's hysterical. <laughs> but she does not have an identity. Like I loved that bit that like Missy Pyle's character comes home mm-hmm. with Fred and just apparently stays in her alien like changed form. Yeah. When she's in public, and apparently she can get an acting job on this show. Yeah. Like, Fred could just be like, she has to be in it too. Yeah. Just <laughs> so funny. But I love the fact that Guy gets a character mm-hmm. now. He's the like security guy, but yeah. it's that fucking shit eating grin yeah. from Sam Rockwell as he goes past the camera, like, yeah, that's right. I'm on the show now. Yeah. I'm not just an extra. I absolutely love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, again, talking about how like wholesome. And, like, just good feeling Yeah, the movie is. Like, that is the perfect ending. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, everybody's cool. Everybody's happy. Fucking even guy yeah. who's, you know, proved his worth as, like, a real member of the team <laughs> now gets to be a member of the team. Mm-hmm. Like, everything sort of works out perfectly. <laughs> a nice little bow on it. I think that is going to wrap it up uh, for popcorn for dinner for this week. Uh, this one was quite the ensemble. I, mm-hmm. I greatly enjoyed everybody in it. I thought they all nailed it. E- oh, absolutely. Even people that I, you know, obviously, like I said, that I haven't seen in so long. Enrico, <laughs> holy shit, dude. So good. Uh, Major I will, kudos to Enrico. Yeah, I will watch his parts on YouTube again, like, before very long. I will definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it might be, like, tonight just yeah. to watch it again. Because it's no God, he is so good. The the first line of his that really got me was, you are our last hope. Mm-hmm. And just the way that he extra elongated that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> or those fucking, the, the like, the, the attempts at laughter yeah. that are so clearly not just like, ah! like, what is, what are you doing? He's psycho. Oh, but I loved it. Oh, loved it so much. But, uh, I mean, if you were able to watch Knives Out after our episode last week, uh, then you can watch this movie too because it is also on Amazon. Yeah. So jump on there and fucking watch it because, goddamn, what a movie. Uh, this is Jeff. And Kelly. <laughs> that was a hell of a thing. <laughs>